Welcome to the Merchant Princelings Podcast. Yeah, so my my granddad used to go to this fish shop on the beach where the boats would come in literally onto the shore, load up a load of crap into the back, it would go straight on a desk, and then he'd he, you know, they'd just buy it straight there. And he used to buy a tub of jelly deals, right, with yes. that, salt and vinegar or whatever it was on there. We'd eat some of that on the way to the butchers down the road. Oh, and then in the, wow. bu- the butchers was proper, like, you know, like, you know, a butchers now, everyone's like smart, dressed, they're wearing ties, and they're like professionally cleaning everything else. Well, there was none of that. This butcher was rolling around in his own filth 24 7. And he'd sell my granddad like a bag, like a burlap sack bag full of like the ears, the feet, the bloody... Oh, wow. All all the worst bits of a pig, right? And then he'd get home and he had this massive silver pot that took up all four burners on a gas hob. Massive, right? He'd pour all the trotters and the ears and knuckles and all the rest of it in there, right? Fill it with water put a lid on it massive lid it was like a dustbin lid and leave it for like boiling for like eight hours or whatever it was right when he's finished tonka i'm getting feedback on you mate um when he'd finish it would all like he'd take the water out drain the water out and at the bottom would just be like this big thick hammy slice of offal or whatever you'd call it and he'd like oh, sieve, sieve all the bones out and stuff and all oh, the gristle amazing. and then he'd roll that up leave it in the fridge and then we'd have a couple of slices of that with his jelly deals wow so it is mental to me that that is now a high-end restaurant whatever it is starter because of essentially course. it is disgusting it's just the scraps isn't it yeah it's awful but it's so good yeah. It's like we're like it's like it's like the you know the jelly you get in a pork pie. Mm. You either love wow, it, that's like, the that's worst like, bit of a pork pie. Exactly, it's either the worst best bit, bit of a pork pie. A hundred percent. Shut well. your whore mouth. It's, well. the, it's nah. the best bit of a pork pie. It is the best bit of a pork pie. No, nah. you're all insane. That little you bone should've... marrow jelly. Because it's because it's got all the flavour from both. Oh, Laura's it's... looking at me like she's going to leave me. So. <laughs> It's got all the flavour from the pork and the suet pastry that goes... The pastry? No, cold pastry. Yeah. Oh, it's just... Oh, Tom, yes, it's just delicious. And the way it yeah. sets. Yeah. It's got, it's got all that flavour and all that power. It's just... I think... I mean, we'd, I was discussing this today. It's with getting me hard just ve- thinking about it. One of the vegetarian guys at work, like, some guys just... Or some people just crave meat all the time. Like, they're just proper yeah. carnivores. And I'm one of them. Anyway... Yes. Welcome to episode 34 of the Merchant Princelings podcast. 34th of her name. Gong May She Rain. And a whole year she's reigned. Speak, exactly. It's speaking of, been it's been a year. Anniversary time. And what a, what a time. I mean, Tonka, honestly, I'm just about to introduce you, but if you don't stop that feedback, I'm going to kick you off. I, I am not doing anything. I'm literally <laughs> sat here or anything. Can't you? All right. Well, it's definitely going to get picked up on the thingy, isn't it? Let's turn, let's see if I can do, I don't know, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm getting it from you, Tom. Are you? Yeah. Oh. I'm not getting nothing from anybody. Oh. 
Sort of I only got like a tiny bit just now. Oh. Well, we need those pantyhose that go in front of your microphone. I've got one. On, like, you can always server. use my OBS recording. If it, yeah, if that's it's fine. Required. Um, anyway. Anyway, so what an anniversary present for everyone to have prime heresy hero. I mean, genuinely. Yeah, everyone else that we've had on. Yeah. It's scrub. And yeah, this is... this. I mean this in full offence. You're all just, you're all just making way for the good stuff. <laughs> yeah, I mean, particularly the... you, John. Get yeah, parked. John. John's yeah. not allowed. You know, John. John had He's the audacity earlier on to mess to like in that group chat to be like, "When are we starting the Heresy podcast? What? Just so you can start one with Rob six weeks later? You having a laugh? No, yeah, no way, back. John." <laughs> no. fair, though, he's been sending me lots of pictures of his extremely cute dog recently, so oh, he's off the hook oh, in my eyes. He's, he's trying to Harry the fucking up, king. Yeah. Well, it's working an absolute treat. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's bringing you round. Line and sinker, baby. Yeah, it works. Yeah. Um, anyway, we got Tonka. Say hello, Tonka. Good evening, everybody. It is an absolute uh, pleasure and a privilege, and thank you for talking me up. And I'll uh, try and uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> not lower the tone <laughs> well the, i mean the only reason we've brought you on here you you think we've brought you on here to talk about malmo to talk about libra imperium to talk about maybe some of our event prep for scouring of actia next week and bun all that because Uncle, are you coming to that oh yeah you come i am yeah 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 you're not yeah yeah i'm excited double winning baby i mean honestly that's amazing but Boys. It leads me very nicely into my actual point, which is the real skill behind Tonka as a social media genius is that the two-day event of Scouring of Actia will last him a good, you know, season, a good three to four calendar months of Instagram at updates. At least, yeah. Oh, yeah. Instagram is a thirst. That's what I'm going to say. It's a thirsty beast. Yeah. Well, we know. And I, I look, I, whenever, whenever I see you at an event or... You know, have the privilege to play you. I look forward to seeing my army previewed in a in a little story in you know six to eight working weeks. <laughs> and then I look forward to screen recording that so I can use the same <laughs> video myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what I did with Chris Gibson. Like Chris Gibson put a video up of my Iron Hands from Greetings, and then messaged me telling me it was like his second best viewed thing. I was like, oh, that's really nice. That's really nice to hear. And then I put it up myself and I've got like eight people who interacted with it. One of one, <laughs> one of whom was my sister. So That's amazing. Hands, mate. Your sister commented on it. She liked it, I believe. Oh, fair enough. Don't, you, don't, what you, don't, enough. you don't need to start that breadcrumb trail, Giles. <laughs> for, for, for what it's worth, boys, right? Genuinely, Iron Hands is a very popular hashtag. I'm just going to say, I'm going to leave that there. Oh, is it? How is it? People love a bit of Iron Hands. Do they? They love a bit of Iron Hands, yeah. Oh, that's pretty pretty interesting. So um, Mm. we we are here today to actually talk to you about um, Scouring of Actia, a little bit of um, our lists for it, and mainly some Malmo action. Mm, Yeah, Malmo. Amazing. So Tonka, good. why don't you just introduce us to what the event was and how you heard about it and how you got to be going over there? Yeah, certainly. So I remember seeing about 2018, I remember seeing it on the on Instagram. I think it might have been Dawn's Arrow um, or some of the other kind of Swedes and Danes who... For Chris, yeah. Who, who, who was, you know, who went. And I was like, do you know what? I've always fancied going to that part of the world. Like I, I genuinely want to go and visit that part of the world. 
and um you know i started joining the dots and you know worked out when it was worked out how to get there worked out how it's actually really easy to get to to melmo <laughs> um and then yeah just kind of just join the dots and the rest is history really and and um i mean it's 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 one of those events that everyone knows probably due mm. to just how often it got shout out, shouted out early doors in eye of horus episodes right um that's for yeah. me how, that's how i know it i think is from eye of horus yeah. shouting out all the time yeah um, i mean the the heresy scene's really strong over there it's like it's it's surprisingly you know the the boys are super passionate so like kind of taking a step back like what is the event what is the malmo wargaming weekend hmm. so in my mind it's similar to like a, a las vegas open or a london gt so it's like a, it's a, na- a nationwide event hmm. wow. um and they've they've host they hosted four gaming systems over the two days, so they had Heresy, which is obviously the the prime Perfect. event. Yeah. Um, they cool. yeah, yeah uh, they had uh, Age of Sigma. Perfect. They had Malifaux, which oh. I'm not actually I'm not familiar yeah. with that. Malifaux yeah, really Malifaux really good. Yeah. It's a game we we um we bought into as a club, mm. and then um two or three of us went pretty hard on it. It, and it is it is a lot of fun, but it's one of those games that's that's kind of like it, it's the most complicated game in the world. So oh wow, it, it's not a casual pick up and play game. You really have to make it your main game, I think. And like, yeah, but... to the extent of like, okay, I can't play anything else because this is so complicated <laughs> and so much to keep up with. I've got to play this and only this, you know. Yeah. No, there was um, and then, I say there was the yeah Heresy, Age Sigma, Malifaux, and then there was Forty K as well. Um, and in total, there was over 200 players um, over the four-game system. So that's you know that's 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 no small event really. Yeah, of course, yeah. Um, so this was the the sixth instalment. This is um, this this is the sixth event that wow. they've hosted. Um, so the the event itself falls under like a larger umbrella of its Melmo figure spell. Um, I've okay. probably absolutely massacred the pronunciation of that um but in according to google it broadly translates to melmo figure gaming um okay. and it's and it's like melmo's like it's their one of the like associations it's one of their clubs so the the lads have just gone right we want to host an epically massive event we're going to go and book a hotel we're going to sell loads of tickets do some amazing tables and have fun that's that's basically the premise Jeez. and they've smashed it they absolutely smashed it i had such a good time um the the heresy element was organized by a chap called um oscar who is ruinstorm understorm under ruinstorm underscore militia should you wish to follow him on instagram oh, i think i might yeah so if i yeah. do that right now um yeah i do yep <laughs> and oscar oscar put on a bloody good show that's he you know the mission pack was fantastic the comms were fantastic. The tables were amazing. Um, his effort was ridiculous. Like there was an amazing like introduction and then debrief at the end. Um, you know, he he put him and the the team. There was a big team of them, but Oscar did the heresy, and they those boys stepped up. It was an wow. awesome experience. Um, so the 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 event itself. Um, so this 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 actually caught me out a little bit. So it was a narrative-heavy tournament. Right. I was like, okay, oh. 
Okay. Just, you've got it's 30 seconds, no Tonko. Moves. You've got 30 seconds to explain your fucking self. <laughs> I was like, a tournament in Heresy? What? I don't understand. So everybody, um, so you had to submit lists and grudges were allowed first game. But yep. once you had your first game, it went into Swiss. Okay. So I didn't perhaps read all the, the supporting documents properly, maybe. Um, <laughs> that is most unlike language? a heresy player. <laughs> I just assumed it would just be a normal narrative event. Okay. Um, but the people that attended, the guys that attended, they were so they played it so heavily in the spirit of the game it didn't matter that it right. was you were you were playing um, for points and you were you're basically playing for a trophy um i think one thing i would say taking you know from my experience is that everybody i met was unbelievably sound mm. and in, incredibly kind um oh. just just fantastic people and it's like you you can't ask for more as a heresy player to go in and have that experience yeah, it's um yeah. it's half of it isn't it it's oh mate, if experience. beyond fully painted armies, um, you know, I think having a fantastic opponent is 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 up there for me. Um, so, because it was a kind of a tournament uh, kind of twist to it, yeah, um, we played five missions over the over the over the two days, which, as we all know, <laughs> five five games in two days oh, is a lot. Oh. I mean, to be fair, it's absolutely normal and we're all just old and complaining. In every other system, it's absolutely fine. But for some reason, we've decided in Heresy that it should be four because we're yeah. old and my feet hurt, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I completely agree. But interest. Uh, what surprised me was, to the best of my knowledge, everybody smashed through all their games. No, no qualms. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. I think maybe that says a lot about the powerful... Scandinavian meta, they yeah. they can hack it. Well, they, they that is yeah, quite a yeah. good point because there is there is you know we, we but I think that might be a meme a bit as well the, the harsh Scandinavian meta. Um, but play style all comes down to it as well. Like you say, if everyone's sound and everyone's having a good time, mm. I think if if um, you know if we had some natives from Malmo come over and say join a greetings event, they would mm. probably say, oh, everyone was playing in the same you know, in a really good way, lists were really, you know, everyone smashed through their games, blah, 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 blah. And I think without me wishing to take away from them, I'm, I'm hoping that it's a general thing across all events and we just spend too much time in and of ourselves being hypercritical rather than, rather than we, you know, maybe our scene is being more sliding towards an arms race or, you know, more complainy at the table or something. That might not be true. What you know, do you think? Yeah. You've gone to both, so what do you think? In in my mind, I don't think there wasn't anything there that I hadn't seen before in terms of inverted commas power. Sure. Um I think everybody's list um was 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 legit. Do you know what I mean? There was nothing there was one I think there was two warhounds, which always scares me because I don't yeah. I can't deal with I'm looking at you, Giles, I can't deal with that kind of shit. <laughs> um <laughs> what you talking about, Willis? I've already shed many Perfurian tears already to Neil Chalice. Um, like I can't, I can't deal with that. But equally, that's because I've not built my list to deal with that. But right. there, there was, you know, there were two warhounds. But everything else was pretty much what we'd expect. If, in all fairness, I think to be fair, I think we 
probably generally play slightly harder in terms in, of lists. In England? In England. Crazy. Okay. Mm. Yeah. That's a bold claim. I like it. That might not... That might that 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 was my experience of one event yeah. in 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 yeah. you know one event in Sweden that might not be representative of the whole of the country. It might be, you know, there might be other. There's there's uh, no room for reason that... on the internet, Tonka. No. <laughs> we're, we're all about broad statements that overclassify yeah. things. We yeah. need to, we yeah. need the clickbait title. So what you're saying here is England <laughs> England is wacker than the harsh Scandinavian meta nowadays. All I'm going to say, mate, is that we all need to go in October, and we can we can find out the hard way without yes. a shadow of a doubt, right? That's oh, to fucking yes. All I'm going to say is we all need to go because it yeah. was amazing. I had such a good time. So, um, wait, so what did you take over there? What what one of your armies did you take? I took which one of my armies? I took whatever I could fit on my hand luggage. <laughs> <laughs> so you took a warhound, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I just broke it up and just uh, carried a warhound over with me. Um, no, I took my I took my word bearers. I um, my my list genuinely was heavily dictated by what I could fit in my hand luggage. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, well, I know you've gone, you've been abroad with your army in the past. I've been like, and, yeah, for a couple yeah. so yeah, yeah, yeah. It's as you said, it's literally what it's all you. Well, I don't know about you, it's all I thought about. Yeah. Um, Clothes, yeah, whatever. I can buy them there. Toothbrush, blah blah blah. But anything you care about traveling with is your army. So, like yeah. when I flew, when I flew EasyJet to uh, Gibraltar, I was mm. like on the website, ringing them up, like checking sizes of what you can and can't have. And then I was yeah. on the phone to like KR, being like, "Your website says it's this big, but actually, how big is it? <laughs> Do you know what I mean?" Like, yeah. and. It paid off because I I bought a carry case just for my army and mm. everything everything fitted. Or oh, saying that I had to build the list to actually fit as well. Um, yeah, I probably wrote four right. or five lists trying to work out what I could get into just this just this one carry case. And luckily, EasyJet was super friendly and super helpful, and everything was fine. Um, but equally, and I've heard horror stories as well, horror Ooh. stories as well of people traveling. Um, yeah, <laughs> and. Wrapping tanks and infantry in t-shirts in like rucksacks that get thrown about the hold. So, well, I I, yeah. I can actually te- I can I can testify to that. I can I mm. from my trip. So you know I'm a fan of doing when we do the armies on display. I've got my little picture frame and I do my little digital mm-hmm. army list in the background. Um, so I I just slid that into the front of my bag that went in in the hold. Yes. Oh, no. And uh, when I uh, got to my hotel, I unzipped the top and I heard gra- uh, glass breaking. Oh. And I was like, oh, oh. shit. And I'm, I'm really glad because if I'd have put my hand straight, I'd have sli- it'd gone straight, like a massive shard of glass would have gone straight through my hand. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah now. So, so I can testify to the uh, man handling of baggage. Um, yes. And I'm, you know. I did have two Sakarans in there, but they were like in the middle and they were well padded. Um, okay. But yeah, I think anything else it would have gone. If it was on the if it was on the outside of the bag, it would have gone absolutely broken to bits. Yeah, it's not something I yeah. would. I mean, maybe, maybe the all plastic iron hands and some foam in the middle of an iron, you know, middle of a suitcase mm. probably aren't going to have too many breakages. But infantry yeah. are going to shatter. Yeah. Resin tanks. I, th- are just I fall think apart. resin is 
bad news, isn't it? Probably. And yeah, it's good. It's because care. for some reason, super glue just only takes a tiny little knock in the wrong direction, and Great. it's just falls apart. You know. See, uh, yeah. So, um, yeah. so what did you actually take? So what I actually took was my word bearers. I took. Ah, uh, oh, the white scar. Pray- yeah, the white scars. Yeah. You've good been joke. saving that, haven't you? Good you joke. asked me that question. You, you asked me that question, so you could slide that in. Been, I've been saving that since about. Well, when when did we think about having you on the podcast? About well, episode, episode episode two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to say white scars. <laughs> um, yeah, and no, I took a Praetor with a mass-crafted Thunderhammer, a, a Paragon Blade, and a jump pack. Standard. Oh, double bubble, love it. Um, I took a Warmongera. Warmonger, a, yeah, Warmonger out of the oh, Legends book. Saruman Porchu, sorry. Uh, with a Sharnable saber, um, I also gave him Dark Channeling, so he's cursed Fear One. And the reason being is I put him with my five Gal Vorback, so they could deep strike, which was quite tasty. Oh, oh yeah, mate. Um, I had two fifty man assault squads, which is what I typically always take with two apothecaries. Um, yeah they're just they're just such they're such a solid unit for me um and then six ash and seven ash and circle so i had all of those in deep strike assault so okay oh yeah so it's it's kind of like balls on the table i'm i'm gonna like literally you know i'm still gonna send her to turn two or nothing do you know what i mean um i I'm ashamed to say it, but I had two 10-man recon squads with Nemesis Bowers. Oh, 10-man man. recon squads? So, so when you're saying England is wacker than Sweden, what you mean is you? <laughs> what I'm going to say is, for t- every 10 shots, I'd get four hits, standard. <laughs> I'm not sure that matters. Okay. Um, now, again, this is this is painting me into be a really bad picture, but again, I was dictated what I could actually put in, in, in the carry case. So oh, I took not one, yeah, not one contemptor. Cheapest infantry, yeah. Yeah, not one contemptor, not two contemptors, but three contemptors. Oh my Ooh, god! It's like that, is it? Ooh, we apologise on behalf of all citizens of Malmo for the, <laughs> <laughs> for the specimen we sent over. Uh, honestly, I was like, I didn't want to take it, but I only had so much space, and it yeah. fitted. So, even Fair in enough. your like custom uh, box that you made as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was. Um, so I got the box. So I got the box off Wanless. You guys know Wanless, don't you? Alex uh-huh. Wanless? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Alex. Yeah. One, one less stage. Oh, uh, AKA cool. Winless or Winlots or Whacklots. He's got many names. Um, this is the Peterborough way. Yeah. It is the Peterborough way, yeah. <laughs> he, um, he actually had. He dropped some terrain round at mine. Um, he had a lot of ZM terrain in there. And. Um, I was scratching around for a box and I <laughs> I went to like somewhere then and bought a box and I was like, I'm not really keen on this. And I looked down by my feet and I was like, that's the box. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I rang him up. I was like, you're right, mate. Uh, is there any chance I could have your box? And he's like, why? <laughs> I was like, just say yes. You'll save my life. And he's like, all right. I was like, fucking love you. <laughs> wow. And then, um, I went and got some steel plates fabricated at a local local fabricator. Nice, um, nice. Always good to uh, share. Support local. Sh- support exactly. Support craftsman. Sh- yeah, that's it. Uh, and then use no more nails. And then, yeah, so, so plate top and bottom, no more nails. Happy days. Fucking awesome. And, it's, and it held. It was fine, right? It was okay? 
It was perfect. Oh, I I'll tell you what, I love that creativity. Mate, you know, there, there, there was a, a deadline and I needed to meet it. <laughs> <laughs> Brings the best out in people. Um, I tell you what, though, I know we've been like talking about boxes for ages, but this is massive. This is really important for anyone traveling abroad. Like, in my mind, this is like one of the most important things. Yeah. This is the most important thing. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so I was really worried that they take my army off me in customs. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. So because of size because of whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. Feel you. I feel because you. It, it might be too big. It might be because it's full of magnets. You know, they might just like not like me. Do you know what I mean? There's there's so many things that you're thinking of. Like my brain was like for about two weeks. Like I was just literally every twenty minutes I was panicking. Yep, yep. So on the on the morning, my amazing uh, uh, message. She, my future wife, is what I was trying to get my words out. Um, <laughs> She, does she know that or is she, she does know she does know yeah so it's, this isn't like that's, a breaking not a news. pod exclusive no oh, afraid not, boys afraid not. um she got with me at four o'clock in the morning we were in the car at five o'clock in the morning at five and we we're at the airport for like quarter past six you know it was really busy loads going on checked in went to security and i was thinking oh my god like you know people there's all the, the big the bins yeah. you know people are from the bins they're shouting at you saying no liquids put them in plastic bags and like oh fuck it i was like proper like sweating and uh i get up to the bin put my stuff in i'm like box goes in empty my pockets take my hat off took my hoodie off the guy was super friendly so it's fine and uh Walk through the x-ray scanner, lady didn't care, just let me walk through. And I'm like, my eyes are fixated on my, my carry case. Like <laughs> I am, you know, I've got laser eyes. I'm zoomed in on that box. It's like, it's not, I'm not letting it out of my sight. So it goes through the scanner and I walk around to the back, uh, walk around to the bit where it kind of slides down. And I was waiting and I'm thinking, oh no. And I'm waiting. And then a door opened up and it disappeared. I'm like, no, <laughs> don't take my box from me. And um, it went into like the central bit where all the security guys are. Oh, Jesus so Christ. Jesus I had to, Christ. <laughs> I was like, Fenton. Um, I, so I, I had to do that two weeks in a row. Okay, sorry. <laughs> um, so I, I had to go down to the end and this this old boy went and retrieved the box, put it down. And it was like, a, it's all perspect up because of COVID. And I had to like speak through the window. And I, I don't think I've ever been so posh in all my life. But, <laughs> but I was like, excuse me, sir. Would you awfully mind please being very, very careful with my box? <laughs> and he was just like, all right. <laughs> and um, chill out, mate. It's just a box, isn't it? Yeah, he's like, so he... Um, he took the clasps off and true to his word, he lifted up really carefully, looked inside and went, I thought that's what it would be. I'm really? like, what? He goes, I thought it'd be a chess set. I was like, a chess set? He's like, yeah, because really expensive chess sets have got all the magnets and ah. like all my, my models were all lined up in like a grid pattern, like to make maximize the space. And he, he's like, what, what is, what's it called again? I said, I said Warhammer. He's like, oh, that's what it's called. Wow. And then this lady came up, one of his colleagues came over and she goes, where'd you buy those from? And I was like, I painted them. She's like, really? And I'm like, yes. She goes, they're amazing. I'm like, thanks. Oh. <laughs> it was just like the best experience through customs ever. Like, Don't and the cherry on the top. Wet as a knotter's pocket over his word bearers. The, 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 the best bit was, she goes, 
have you got Instagram? And I was like, yes, I do. Oh my God. <laughs> so I actually, she gave me a pen and pen, a pen, pen and paper. I put my Instagram down and yeah, I was on my way. It was How amazing. Old was this woman? I, I don't know. I was just so shocked. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> oh. I was just like, yeah. I had, yeah, just absolutely amazing. Just ridiculous. Like You can't make it up, can you? Very, yeah, very nice perfect. when you get like, when you're super anxious about any situation and mm. it turns out to be the exact opposite. So yeah. not only are you relieved, uh, relieved, you're also like elated because it's a nice situation to be in anyway. Mate, you know? honestly, yeah. yeah, it was, it was, I was genuinely worried and it was, it turned out to be like an absolutely epic experience. Like I'd never think that they'd be like, actually want to talk about it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah. They're always so cold and emotionless at the airport, and mm. it's almost—it's almost like when the police speak to you, and like, you, and like that. Afternoon, sir, and you're like, "Have I got any drugs on me? Have I got any? <laughs> yeah. I haven't got anything. I haven't had anything on me in fifteen years, but I'm yeah. still uh, uh, okay." No, uh, and you just, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you do like, get, you yeah. do worry, don't you? You just like, <laughs> oh my god. 100%. But so um, um, maybe I didn't pack my own bag. Maybe I didn't have the models. <laughs> well, like, yeah, I mean, that's it. I was in my um, I was in my work van the other week and driving along sort of coast road, and I leaned down into like not the footwell, but like below the centre console. It's like a big front Mercedes Sprinter to grab. I was still you know eyes on the road and everything, but I did lean down, grab a can of Coke, pull it out to the dashboard, pop, pop it in the can holder, and pop it. A second later the police were blues and twos in me Ooh. and I was like oh my god what the fuck and I fully I fully panicked fully was like they're gonna pull me over because they think I've like reached for drugs or something or you know something <laughs> terrible has gone on and they were just like oh do you know you've got a brake light out and I was like, oh my god can you <laughs> can you not seriously and I was they were I was evidently like relieved and they were like what were you doing and I was like I just just reached for a can of coke and i thought you were pulling me over because i like did a little sneaky duck and they were like how are we going to see that we're behind you and i was like very good point (laughs) (laughs) but yeah it was one of those things i instantly shot myself and then was instantly elated and then you know i was like oh my god thank god they didn't spot these you know kilograms of cocaine i've got in the front so (laughs) yeah when you said i was reaching for coke (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, reaching for yeah a a can of coke i mean like a 330 mils of the good stuff Full fat, of course. Colombia's finest. Obviously, obviously full fat will. Obviously, never anything else. Yeah, no. It's the main reason. Like when we do food at work, we never go to KFC. It's because I've subtly, psychologically damaged people into putting them (laughs) off KFC. Because a lot of the sites we go to are like retail parks. There's KFC. There's Pizza Hut. There's Greg's. There's McDonald's. We can go to any one, but we can't go to KFC. People are always like, why? I'm just like, no, it just gives me the shits. Doesn't it give you the shits? Doesn't it give you the shits? And they go, yeah, I suppose it does give you the shits. Go, yeah, don't go to KFC, mate. You'll be all bloated. You'll need a nap and all the rest of it. And it's simply because the best they can give you as a drink is Pepsi Max. Fucking pathetic. <laughs> Grow up. That is the most Tom thing I've ever heard. <laughs> That's amazing. Go to McDonald's. And then I'll have a chocolate milkshake anyway. That's um, some next level, like, you know... Uh, negotiation skills going on well my manager still listens to this podcast so I've just told him everything but um, <laughs> it's all it'll, be a, it'll be a good test because I've just told him I've been pulled over by the police that I didn't report and that I've psychologically conditioned him so we'll see we'll see if he still listens amazing so what was your um, travel like because I remember as we discussed it um, recently you know 
where I live in Eastbourne, which is right down on the south coast, to get anywhere is like a massive ball ache. And yeah. because I leave my car with my missus most of the time so that she's got it for the, you know, drive the kids around and stuff. Mm. Um, I'm either having to borrow a car or get on the train or rent a car or whatever. And it's always a bit of a nightmare. And even sure. getting from, you know, here to London's okay, but here to Rob's is a pain in the ass. Here to Pete's a double pain in the ass. Here to Green's mm. is a triple pain in the ass. But it sounds like for you, it was simpler than that to get to Malmo. So, so, Okay, so how long does it take, as, as an example, how long does it take for you to get to Greetings, just as like a ballpark figure? Um, well, the last time it took me an hour to get to Giles, mm -hmm. and then it was, what, two and a half, three hours? From... No, it wasn't that long. I think it was about two. Two hours to get to, from Giles yeah. to Greetings. So three hours in all, all in all, you know, plus so, or minus food time. Yeah, so if you, if you base that on pure travel time, mm. I got to my room in Malmo quicker. Jesus Christ! But we're obviously we're waiting crazy. around in places. Yeah. So yeah, with, yeah. So with the airport, you've got to be there two hours ahead. Yeah. You know, you've got to be you've got to be at the airport two hours ahead. Um, which, the, which airport did you fly from? Stansted. I'm interested. Okay. Straight to Copenhagen. Yeah. 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 So for for those that don't know where Malmo is, I suppose you know uh, without having a map. Malmo is like the southern tip of Sweden. So it's like the very, very bottom of Sweden. And it is, it, it is their kind of international airport is Copenhagen, which is the capital of Denmark, right? Sure. And it's the, th the thing that I didn't really appreciate this until I looked at it properly. There's actually a train from Copenhagen airport, which is an international airport, to Malmo, and it's 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's yeah. literally... Uh, it's literally going over like it's 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 you can throw stones at each other. It's not far at all. Like you know, this this body of water, which I probably should look at and find out what it is. But um, Copenhagen Airport as well. You get off the train, you walk for ten minutes off the plane, you walk for ten minutes, and you're on the train. Exactly. Is I think marvelous. I've been to Copenhagen Airport before <laughs> when I was a Great. scout. Am I the only one who's never been to Copenhagen? It sounds like you're it. so uncultured, Tom. Oh, Christ, too, you uncultured <laughs> fuck. Too busy going to jelly deal places. That's my problem. <laughs> yeah. No, that's it. No, it it um, Copenhagen International Airport. I think most UK airports fly direct. Um, so it was a a ninety minute flight, if that, from mm. Stansted to Copenhagen, and then it was literally fifteen minutes on the train to the to malmo so it's um it's on the outskirts it's in a place called hilly um it's like a massive new urban redevelopment area and you literally come out of the train station you go up the escalator you look right and 50 meters ahead of you is the hotel wow, wow. so it it's super easy to get to and um so like the whole event is done in the quality view hotel which doesn't sound particularly a peak like you know it doesn't no, sound it's amazing not a quality view yeah but it's actually a solid hotel it's really nice um the the event is held on the first floor in the conference room like the conference space um but it's from from the best to the best of my knowledge i think they filled about 80 percent of that space wow. um wow. so the the one of the good things about it is that the you can through Malmo figure game in the group, 
organize it they offer discount hotel um prices for the friday and the saturday okay yeah so um whilst it <laughs> it's stating the obvious you can't fly in saturday morning <laughs> you yeah, can't yeah, think yeah. oh yeah i'll make it i'll make it cheaper on myself and not stay friday you can't you there's, you, you won't get a flight early enough so no. you've got to fly friday um so you get a discount rate on the friday and the saturday and to the best of my knowledge, the price stays the same, but you can have up to three people in a room. Oh. Wow, okay. okay. Nice. Very nice. And that includes breakfast. So how much was that per night? So for the Friday and the Saturday, it was £80. For both or 80 each? Each. So it would be £160 for the two nights. Right, right, right. But if you split That's that... too bad two, at all when you split it. Yeah. yeah, very yeah. nice. But don't, not even don't, bad don't, on your own for a holiday, you know, for a three-day yeah. holiday, yeah. So so don't take that on, you know, as gospel, because I'm not entirely... But I do know that there were some people that were staying three up, and to the best of my knowledge, we all just paid a, fat, a flat fee. Very cool. Um, I mean, I was going to go into the costings kind of once I've talked a bit more about the event, because I think it's it's quite interesting to work out how much how it would be compared to, you know, we've got to keep... It's the... good to know that someone's putting some thought thought into the podcast. Okay, so Keep some suspense. You can't give away all these secrets just yet. Not yet. Not um, yet. So the, the the event is in is in the first floor and you get to stay in the hotel. Um, you can buy lunch tickets so you can... So you don't actually have to go far for food. Um, so you can get them for the, for the Saturday and the Sunday. Um, for the evening meals, though, like... Tom, I think you'd be happy to know that there is a there is a McDonald's within about fifty meters of the front door of the hotel as well. Nice. So, so it's full fat. It's yeah. It probably they sell so all big. great tea. I know that much. Oh, what? Yeah, I'm not sure that's a great pairing with a McDonald's, <laughs> but you know, I mean, I'm here. I was for a it. bit thrown. I was a bit thrown. Yeah. Um, because I was I was looking. I I was actually trying to get myself a cup of tea because um I couldn't get one in the hotel in in yeah. in the room. Did you not take any um, tea in the in the bag? I you? didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I'm a oh, muppet. No. But when I went back into reception, I went to the bar and I said, "Can I have a can I have a cup of tea, please?" The the barman says, "Don't you worry, sir. Follow me." And we went into <laughs> the went into the restaurant bit. You get free tea and coffee. <gasps> All, so like good. just whenever you want. And I was like, "You do realize I'm British?" And he's like, "Yeah, it's fine." <laughs> Bloody hell! I mean, when we stayed in the sorry when me and giles didn't stay at the jury's inn in southampton when we went to one of pete dunn's 30k frontier events i think it was breach and we yeah. stayed in some dodgy shithole little bnb it was proper i think that was i think that was a car that we stayed Maybe. in that hellhole it was horrible it was funny but it was horrible right <laughs> oh, it was god awful in the morning i don't know i can't remember whether we had breakfast or not it's irrelevant we didn't have breakfast there oh we went to um on this mm. either way we went to some hipster cafe at some oh point. we did well we usually do right but <laughs> we went to the event and we were a bit early it wasn't the day we were hung over so it must have been the saturday and we were walking around and I, I think it was lee jaggard or someone was wandering around the canteen just sort of helping themselves to their breakfast that they got with the meal and i just walked <laughs> in with a plate and helped myself to about eight sausages, four rashes of bakers and a slice of toast and a cup of tea and just sat okay. there and ate it and then went back upstairs and was like, I'm going to do that tomorrow. I didn't because we were absolutely wrecked. But um, 
breakfast is always free if you've just if you just if you just walk into a buffet and take it. No, on on the subject of on the subject of food, it's really helpful for the evening meals. Is that across the road there is a brand new shopping centre or shopping mall, and they've got a massive food court with like load of breakout tables. And there was probably 10 to 15 different kind of eateries. I mean, Will, you're probably oh, already wow. salivating, mate. You're probably already salivating. Even focus on this. I'm just thinking <laughs> about all of it, yeah. And like, this cuisine's good. <laughs> like, no, there's, there's, uh... there's, there's Chinese, Indian, Thai. There was Turkish. Oh, um, oh yeah. yeah. There was like a, a Swedish McDonald's. Um, you know, you pretty much, it was their version of, you know, it's their version of. Oh, it's um, like a fast foody thing. Yeah, it's like a wimpy type thing. You know, it's just a kind of a, an alternative. Um, so in the evenings, on the Friday and the Saturday evening, we just went over, and Sunday, we just went over there. There was like, I think on the Saturday, there was probably 15, 20 of us that went over and just had oh. some food and just hung out. It was really, really Dude. chill. Really chill. Um, it's um, It's nice if you can get the evening meal sorted for an event. Yes, you know, like we're sorting out what we're doing next weekend for Actia, and we did, you know, greetings. We went for that big curry, mm. um, you know, and I think the next time we'd probably do something similar. And it's always yeah. nice to just know where you're getting a good meal from. It makes it feel more like yeah. a weekend away with the boys, and less like a I'm going to play Warhammer for f- for fifteen hours or whatever. Yeah, also nice just having like in the evening having the like tea brief they're not talking about warhammer because you've got another day of it the next day yeah Yeah. definitely yeah no it was honestly it was super chill so on the friday night i'd so i i flew in thursday so i I went thursday morning and had a day and a half in in copenhagen i did the touristy thing um i could talk about that for the 15 or 20 minutes i could talk about that for i had such a good time did you go Um, to freetown christiana Freetown Christian? No, I don't think I did. Oh man, it's the sickest place. So, talk to me. So it's it's an old military submarine base. Uh, yeah. Yes, yes. Is this where they go in Top Gear? It might be. Yeah. So it like gained independence from the well from the, the, like Denmark, I think it is, or maybe even the city. Oh so wow. It's this, so it's this like free the free town within the city that is just ran and lived in by essentially a bunch of hippies um <laughs> and it's just, it's just amazing like the police still come in and they like you know what i mean like check around and things like that but it's the most it's like the weirdest place in the whole it's it's, it, it's almost like a mini amsterdam in wow. copenhagen um and it's yeah and it's got like loads of history it was founded in, in like the 70s i think it was mm. and yeah it used to be like a military base and some people started squatting it Wow. And more people came and started squatting it, and then, like, yeah, and it's yeah, I, yeah, yeah, really cool. There's, when, there's... when we go, obviously, yeah. in August or October, we will October. Go there, so. yeah. yeah, yeah. There's there's so much to do. Like for me, I was like, well, I'm going anyway, so I'll go for an extra day. Um, yeah, and you know, go and see the sites. Got my Copenhagen heart card, so I prepaid. You get into pretty much ninety nine percent of all the museums. Um, and you get free travel on the the metro for twenty four hours. It it's was amazing sick. as well. So yeah, um, but that that is another. We're here to talk about toy soldiers. You know, yeah. for, replica for... scale miniatures. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, are we? I feel like we. I feel like we. 
this is mostly a support group for me that Giles just sort of asks me poignant questions about my morality every now and again. And um, <laughs> we, talk, we talk about how we like to go away for the weekend and occasionally we'll talk about the game. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. it's, mostly, it's mostly just a support group. I mean, what, what, what I will say is I'm definitely going to go a day or two early again next year. Yeah. Um, and anybody that wants to come out early... By all means, we'll go and do are a you taking, of, uh, do a day trip. Back me in. I believe she. I, I think so. I think she wants to come because yeah, it was such an Laura, amazing experience. Laura. Yeah. yeah. Laura's like, we get married two months before, and I'm like, then oh, I amazing. Can't. And she's like, yeah. but then it's like, what am I going to do when you're playing Warhammer? And I'm like, go and explore the city. Sit with <laughs> sit with the other Warhammer wags and the wags. Yeah, yeah. I think there might be a. <laughs> Face, they right. might be like an, a massive entourage this time round. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think that'd be so sick. Honestly, I think that'd be awesome. Like, not even yeah. ironically, I think it'd be a really nice weekend away. Um, it's or extended yeah. time away, you know. Everything's there. Like everything is in. It's so easy to get around. It's not expensive to get around, um, and there's so much to see and do. So mm. yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm. I say I think my good lady's like ninety nine percent in as well. So. So um, without, um, I mean, one thing that um, we we would love to have the time to to to, to go through it all, but normally mm. we go through the games of each of event and everything as we go through. And we, as we've had the podcast for a year, we sort of got to a point where we realised maybe that's not the most informative or engaging way for us <laughs> to go through the games. So yeah. um, why don't you pick out for me one particular game that you had? The mm-hmm. for for one reason you think was the, the you know the one that you'll remember the longest or the one that you had the most fun at or yeah whatever so and, what what and the scenario yeah. that you played so I preempted this question Tom and ah oh, oh, this guy I I don't I didn't want to to just bang on about all my games because that you know John, like you say Harry Ollie you should all yeah. you know take notes. <laughs> no what what i was going to do is again kind of take a step back talk about a, the event and a, the, the actual mission pack in a bit more detail mm. um and then oh, i'll yeah. skim my opponents be, not because they, they were bad opponents just because i don't want to have to go into the detail i had five amazing games i'm just going to put that right there so cool. because it was a tournament um the way that the the missions were structured is that you couldn't score more than 20 victory points per game so you yeah, could only so, score a maximum of 20 vps that's like um it's, it's like aos scoring you can right. score more. You can score more than twenty. You can score more VPs in the game in AOS, but you will mm. only get tournament tournament scores of a maximum of twenty. That's yeah. perhaps where um, Oscar got the scoring from because I think he does maybe. play Sigmar as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe. Um, one of the things that we had to do was we all had to bring our remembrancer with us. So, um, every, so it was like this remembrancer would actually turn out to be a key uh, feature of all of the five games. So, for example, um, in game one, uh, the missions were, you know, your primary objective was that if you kill a unit within line of sight of your Remembrancer, uh, you get two VPs. Oh, cool. Now, like he records the deed. Yeah, he's there with his camcorder, he's filming it all, and he's like, yeah, brilliant, great footage. Bangs it on Instagram. Um, now, um, I mean, we're all, we're all thinking, well, I'll just stick him on top of a building. So... You know, obviously, Oscar <laughs> preempted it, and it's like, no, he has to be on the ground. He can only move six inches. If he gets in the way, you just move him. So it was quite easy to to manage in a game, um, but it it was also 
a unique feature of making the game more interesting, which I, I really enjoyed. Um, awesome, yeah, yeah. So as an example, in mission two, rather than you killing your enemy units, for every one of your units that got destroyed, you got two VP. So you were, sacri- you were basically sending it into the meat grinder and you were getting VPs, which seems really counterintuitive, but equally it just made the mission very, very different. Mm. Um, That's good to mix up the formula sometimes, you know, especially in a tournament. To throw yeah. curveballs around and stuff is pretty good. Yeah. So, um, and then, but they were all, I think they were predominantly, you know, objective-based missions with, like, kill points and those primary and secondaries. And they were all really well-written. They were loads of fun. And there was opportunities, which I think we can all appreciate, to get lots of VPs. Yeah. I think, you know, you know when you have a game, We've, I think you boys have talked about this before, and it's like 1-0. It's like brilliant. You know, you've played... A game for two and a half hours and the score's one nil. It's a bit boring, isn't it? You want you want lots of points, lots of objectives I, I and agree more. opportunities. Yeah. Um, it's a bit more. it's much more engaging. So, you know, they were high scoring. There was lots of points available. Um, so I I had five games and my standout game was my first game. Probably was I played a gentleman called Casper. So Casper is one of uh, Chris's friends, Dawn's Arrow. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I call them the Danish invasion. So um, it's their like gaming club. They came over from the other side of Denmark, and um, there was uh, Chris, Casper, uh, uh, Espen, Emma, and Marcus, who 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 they from from Chris's club. That is some memory, Tonka. Honestly, mate, mate, I'm I'm on it. I'm in the zone, and <laughs> they were some of the nicest people who i've ever met they were absolutely a great bunch and i'm incredibly envious of their gaming group in western denmark wherever it is like it's just you know hobby nirvana they're 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 on it and it's amazing um so casper i played casper's white scars in game one and because in in the event they were using the lieber Panoptica and Centura non-official rule set. Ah, here we go. Wow. So, this was another rule that I didn't read. (laughs) 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 Um, But fortunately, it didn't actually affect word bearers at at all. Like, you know, it it booned the other armies, but not mine. Um, And White Scars are heavily um, booned by this rule set. Um, interesting and this is a tournament it's running this this is really interesting this is really yeah, cool as well yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. i mean you know wherever you stand you know wherever you stand on these kinds of rules it's, it's you know if you if you don't want to play that rule set you don't have to go do you know course, what i mean yeah, it's you know yeah, it's yeah. that they they chose to do it and it worked for me so you know it worked for everyone else so happy day. Are you aware of this prior to going i suppose uh, i might have read it like on the plane <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, i yeah. didn't i it didn't really you know it wouldn't have made any difference to me I, my army was my army um and you know it, it was stated when i bought the ticket it wasn't like it was slid in like with a month ago or anything it was all up it was all stated up front and um yeah so white scars were strong and casper knows his onions uh casper actually won uh Casper the Malmo won. Wargaming he Casper won the Malmo Wargaming weekend no, number no, no, four. No, no. Did you say knows his onions? He knows his onions, yeah. What? 
What the hell are you if, talking about? If you've never heard of that, is that some? Well, that, must, that must be. I was going to say that must be some. It must Peter be some uh, end of the road Peterborough comment thing. <laughs> must be. What do you mean he knows his onions? Is that like he he knows his stuff? He does know his stuff. He knows what he's doing. What's your favourite type of onion? <laughs> oh. Red, um, clearly. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, 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 red. Yeah, red onion. Onion. yeah. I don't even like it that much. Shallots. Uh, That's shallot. Right, crack, yeah. crack on. <laughs> Zing. You've ruined my flow. Um, so no. Um, so I played Casper won the the fourth um, Malmo Wargaming weekend, and he put together a really really good list. Uh, and because of the way that I was running my list, if I didn't get my reserves on turn two, I was in trouble. So Casper gets first t- first turn. He literally destroys pretty much everything I had on the board. Oh, no. He comes to I turn one, I do whatever I had to do. Turn two, he literally he's ready to literally destroy me. And then he realised, and I didn't get my reserves in turn two. So when for his turn three, a little light bulb came on. He's like. If I kill him now, I won't get full VPs. Oh. So he, <laughs> he withdrew to the back of the board, waited for me to come on, and then <laughs> just like, and Jesus. then went straight back in. So, but equally, because of Deep Strike Assault and the way it works, I was able to get loads of charges off. So I think I got eight VPs the turn I landed. Oh. Um, but it ended up being like 20 to eight. He He, he completely won the field. Um, and he was a great fun opponent. He was, he was, it was great fun. And he actually went on to win the event. Um, the, the, you know, he, he won best general. I think oh, he scored 96, nice. 96 VPs in five games out of a hundred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Four I want to, I want to see Will play this guy. Well, I want to see Will play this event. Well, I've got international games lined up already. <laughs> well, uh, do you know, it was discussed. It was discussed. We've got Bill the Destroyer and we've got Casper the Conqueror. It's going to happen. Ed Nihilator. Ed Nihilator. We need to get Ed in as well now. Yeah. Yeah. No, we need to send the fourth our champions. In neutral neutral territory somewhere. (laughs) Somewhere Maybe somewhere in Switzerland. Yeah. Yeah, Switzerland, yeah. To get a fourth and just have a carnage on the Saturday night. There's got to be someone from America repping it. Do you know what I mean? One of Ryan's Canada. friends over there who's just an absolute... Chad, Chad the Crusher just needs to come <laughs> swing in it. <laughs> Chad the Crusher. What, do you remember? Again, I know I've referenced it a lot, but from old Eye of Horus episodes, do you remember those, the fucking frat boys who used to write in every now and again? There was one of them that was always just kicking dicks in left, right and centre. Maybe one of those guys, who I guess now is like a really sad, divorced dad of two because it was so long ago. But... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he could just like resurface and claim the international conqueror crown. <laughs> Honestly, where's fucking Chad when you need him? Christ. Yeah, for, for our 8% of listeners who listen in the in the US, if you do have a champion, an Achilles that you wish to send forward. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Ta- tag us in a post about yeah. their greatness on Instagram. 100%. 100%. Love it. So dare, dare, you, yeah. dare you put your name in that book? That's a that's yeah. a that's a that's a that's a big thing right there. 
But no, honestly, Will, like, I think, to be fair, I think you and Casper would have a fantastic game. The cap, your cap would get turned backwards, I think. I think you would flip Ooh, it. Oh, baby. Sounds awesome. That's, the, that's the challenge that you like, I know. You like, you like those games. Yeah. And the Iron Temple March, of course. They always will. Indeed. Right. Indeed. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, great opening game against Casper, game one. Game two, I played Ravengard, a chap called Marcus. Um, his face was an absolute picture because I walked over with my army put it down hello and he says hello back to me start speaking swedish and i'm like sorry mate i'm english (laughs) his face dropped um it was an absolute picture (laughs) but one of these english motherfuckers yeah i've heard about these boys i've heard about these whack (laughs) (laughs) but no i think it was more the fact he just wasn't expecting to play someone who's english and his english was perfect his english was absolutely like everybody spoke perfectly good english better than Um, we do i found (laughs) better than we do you are 100 percent. they put us to shame they really do um not those northerners (laughs) who know their onions you beat me by a second (laughs) <laughs> Just drop an inflammatory regional based chat left, right, and centre. I'm going to write that. I'm going to write that down and remember it so that can be the podcast episode title. Tonka knows his onions. <laughs> right. So you played. So you played this, this gen- guy where you where you fooled him into a full sense of language security. Yeah. Well. The, yeah. No. He was. He was. He. He was entirely cool about it. He was a really really nice chap. He actually. He was my. Um, favorite game and he actually um won most sporting so i think that kind of goes testament to the to him he was a he was a fantastic chap um game three i played salamanders against the chap called bjorn oh you don't see many salamanders these days now will only don't even start crying yeah i want to hear about them this episode we've had quite a lot of comments about that we've had quite a lot of uh quite a lot of people have uh have uh said things about what happened last week so well, what I will say, there was three Raven Guard players. Oh, sorry, three. Sorry, three Salamander players. I don't believe it. No, how many you're... people? There was forty-two, and there was three Salamanders. Fucking hell! And how many of them well, were the Andy most Kirk? Legion? <laughs> and there was also uh, there was two Empress children. Uh, <laughs> there was three Iron Hands, two Iron Hand players. Cornell was there, wasn't he? Cornell, ah, oh, what a legend! Absolute Lad. legend. Was he? Lad. Oh my god, he's like a heresy hero of mine. Well, he is, yeah, yeah. He is such a nice bloke. He is honestly, he's a fantastically nice gentleman. Yeah. yeah, it was a joy to see his army in the flesh. Did he have those that veteran squad? Oh, I believe so. Oh, well, have a look. Doesn't sound like you pay too much attention, Tonka. I'm sure I'll find out in eight weeks when you put the Instagram post up. No, I've already posted that one. Oh, <laughs> that was like one of the first ones I did. I was like, oh, this, oh, amazing. Got really excited. Going to get so many likes. Yeah, 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 yeah no messing. We'll love the Iron Temp. Cool. I told him off though. I told him off because when it was armies on display, he put it his army. So it was the window was behind it, so I couldn't get decent footage. Uh, he's been told. He has been told. He know. He knows. Cornell, mate, if you listen to this, have a word. Don't, don't do it again. Yeah, Cornell. definitely don't do it again. Hmm. Um, it was an impressive armies on parade. It was strong. It really was. Honestly, the the hobby standard and the painting standard was fantastic. Like. Again, I went in with my eyes wide open. I didn't have any pre preconceived ideas of what to expect. I was just looking forward to having a you know 
five good games of heresy and you know it, it delivered it, it certainly delivered um game four i played um i actually played militia in game four <gasps> so they have rules because of panoptica yes yeah oh. and it was essentially a copy and paste of the old militia rules okay um did they have those so... didn't have like a reaction or anything like that uh, yeah, they. Th- the, I think they. I think they had reactions. I think they could intercept and you know they. Oh I, no, I'm a big, I, no I, like specific. No, 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 no. I don't believe so. I mean, to be fair, Hakan, the guy that I played, he was a, an absolute dude. What um, it, honestly, everyone's got amazing names. It's like mm. you know Matt, Tom, you know yeah, Will, yeah, and you've you got. Charles <laughs> has got the best one of us all, of course. Yeah, Indeed, Charles is the best name. No, there were some epic, epic names, um, and then uh, what was it? What was I saying? So he, but he just basically we we're playing Hammer Anvil, and I chose deployment zones, and I was like, well, we can you can set up at the end where there's no table because <laughs> that's where we'll both be. <laughs> um, yes, and he just literally just had twelve inches deep full of dudes and tanks. And then turn two was my entire army in front of him. And it was just an absolute <laughs> slaughter. You know, it was uh, it was just brutal. Um, and I'm yeah, uh, it was it was bonkers. As, and as someone who, you know, we've all we've all we've all dabbled with militia in various degrees. Um, it was an absolute joy to play them. Like it was yeah, it was just mental. Harry is going to be absolutely losing his mind. That there, was, there are people out in the world. He couldn't be games. harder for humans, could he? No, no, he couldn't. No, honestly, he is. He is an relieved boy. Really interesting to see all these like filler projects he's been doing for the last yeah, five, yeah, six yeah. Months. And then and then Soon. selling to fund the next wave of new Aurorans. <laughs> all, on, all on horses or some mad shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah too right, too right. Um, because of course you know the merchants of Princeling was founded at his event his militia event and i was you know i was stood in i was stood where the founding stones were laid when it happened you know when you boys were like let's do it let's have a podcast some might say a founding member even i'll take that i'll take that very politely made small talk in fact it was i'd go so far as to say it was medium talk about our lives and our you know how you know how we're doing and everything else while he administered the removal of my models in a very efficient way while um while the ogre king tried to solo his whole army he did, well he literally did didn't he i think, <laughs> I, think I, I think it was him in the middle think... when he was shooting everything at him i couldn't that was take when a wound Harry off him realized that <laughs> mistakes have been made i've made a mistake honestly so, um, yeah. so the militia guy was a good game. This yeah, it was just absolutely, but just things. His army was really cool as well because he had like loads of like um, old hammer models in there. So he oh, had like, yeah. he had, like OG plastic guardsmen in there, um, which were iconic of like the road trader artwork. Um, he had loads of squat. He had a few squats in there, um, like you know, and. It was just a really, really. He had a Mark One Rhino, which made my life fucking hell. Like ramming rhinos is no joke. Like, yeah, they're strong. Six left, right, and center. Honestly, so you'll laugh at this. My 
like 400 point assault squad like landed charged deleted some dudes the rhino driver got upset <laughs> put it into first gear floored it rammed my unit of ran, ran my assault squad i fucking failed my leadership don't i oh. so <laughs> so i took i took a load of wounds um i then promptly in my turn i failed my leadership test so again they fell back like three inches so this Jeez. this rhino driver is rubbing his hands, thinking I'll have another go at this. So he ran me again, and I then had to. And so I was like running away for about four turns. <laughs> it was just like, what? What's going on? I mean, I feel like that's more word bearers than anyone else. You know, if it's <laughs> yeah, probably. It's going to happen to word bearers. Yeah, too right. Um, and then yeah, last game was against a gentleman called Emil, who had actually spent quite a bit of time over here in the UK, and he was responsible for setting up a bit of a heresy scene in york for a while he was oh, um, wow very nice he was over here studying and he was a bit of a bit of a champion trying to get the you know bit of a heresy scene up there and i think he was quite successful um, and he was running dark angels um but he was running the lion with companions in a fun bus Oof. that is strong How very strong I ran away from it. Yeah, yeah, just ignored it, yeah. And I think it's at the Dreadwing, Right of War, where oh, yeah, yeah. No Man's Land is difficult terrain. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. There yep. for assault squads, when you use your jump pack, it's dangerous terrain. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> got like from start to finish. 45, uh, was it 45, like, assault jumpy dudes. And that's just like... In the end, I had to just tell him, like, what do I need to roll? Because I'm so confused. Whether it's difficult or dangerous. I just don't get it. Just tell me. <laughs> just just roll. Just don't roll once. Yeah, basically. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, those were the those were my five games, my the five armies I played, and I had five thoroughly enjoyable games. Um, there was There was also, there was a sixth game, though. Oh, you dirty dog. You, you didn't, did you? We did. We did. Saturday? So, Saturday night. Oh, you stubbed. That is, that is hardcore, man. That, that night. That's commitment. Was, was that game four on the same day? Yeah. Someone took a Barocca in the morning. Christ. Mate. So, Chris. Chris line of lovely nose clams as well. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know how we did it. We don't know how we did it. So... Chris, Dawn's Air and I, we said, right, when is the where if we don't get to play this weekend, when's the next time we'll genuinely actually get to have a game? Yeah. And we're like, we need to make it happen. <laughs> so we spoke nicely to Oscar, the organizer. Mm-hmm. I might have bought my beer. Mm-hmm. And I said to him yeah, I said to him, can, Love it. Yeah, oh yeah. Definitely. So I said to him, I said, I said, yeah, if you boys want to set up a, a table in the communal bit. You know, get your armies. We'll, we'll get your armies out of the the room because it's locked overnight. You can do what you want. Oh, I love that. But by this point, this. by this yeah. point, I think Oscar got in this. We got, we're all on a high. We'd all been out for food. We'd been back to the bar. We'd all had a beer. the The mood was good, and our table and our toys were upstairs. And it was like, "Fuck it, let's do it." And Oscar opened the room, <gasps> and it just filled with nerds. It was amazing. <laughs> it was sublime, and. So me and Chris, we looked at each other and just went three k, kill points, whatever. Get your toys on the table. Let's just play toy soldiers. Yeah, and it was 
beer and pop, you know, um, beer and pretzel game. It was just we knew what we were doing. We just smashed through it, and it was amazing. It was an absolutely amazing game. Um, and then you had Oscar and Colonel Company, a bit of Iron. They were playing Dark Angels versus Iron Hands over, you know, oh, over they in the played corner. as well. Awesome. They had yeah. yeah, yeah. They got an extra game in. Um, you know, I think they played like I think they might have played two K rather than three K. But no, me and Chris were thirsty for more, and we just went full three yes. K. Insane. When when in Malmo, eh? Well, hey, yeah. Next and time it's going to be candlelit. Carnage next time, boys. Four way. <laughs> how, how how did it go? Well, funnily enough, um, there was loads of shit housery and shenanigans. So, like, as an example, one of my uh, deep strike assault squads mishapped. So he like put me on like the far corner. So I was like, no, fuck you. I'm going to conga. So I congered the first unit. Oh, you <laughs> and then, did. Just, and then I was like, I'm back in your face anyway. And um, he How had his... How fucking dare you? Well, the thing was, though, he, he came in with Abaddon and all his Justarian. Oh, uh, yeah. He, he did the exact same thing. So I put him, like, <laughs> as far away as I could. Yeah. So he was just, like, he was just staring and watching all the action unfold. It was hilarious. Um. And then, yeah, it got to the end of the game. Loads of models were off the table. And I looked at Chris and I, and I said to Chris, I said, Chris, who was the winner? And he looked at me like a little bit embarrassed, a little bit like, oh, I didn't realise we were playing. I was like, no, the hobby. Oh, the yes. hobby was the winner. Oh. It was a nice moment. It was a nice moment. And then no, it was good. But who, like, who, who actually won? This guy? <laughs> <laughs> who, actually, who actually won, Tonka? I don't know. I genuinely, honestly, hand on heart, I don't know because we weren't right, keeping well, score. Chris has just messaged me on Instagram replying to my story. <laughs> so I'm going to ask him right now. <laughs> Do it. Who won? Do it. Do it. And um, we'll see I'm if interested. he gets back to us. I'm interested. <sighs> right. So while he responds, your, mm. whenever I try and write Tonka, it auto responds to Tonya. And I've no oh. idea who Tonya is. But maybe she beat Chris. It could be my alter alias. Yeah, it would probably where you put more more Instagram stuff up. Another million followers on there. Um, so that was that was four games in a day, which is a heroic effort as it is. Mate, I was. And I then, was. Yeah. Then did you carry on drinking into the night, or did you go to bed ready for game five and six in the morning? No, nah, so I think so. We I don't think we started rolling dice until about half past eight in the evening. It might have been a bit early. It might have been eight o'clock, and I think we played up till about half ten, quarter to eleven. I think it was. So yeah, we were just like we're all we've all had a good time. Let's go and then you know restart for the next day. Um, you know, it's just yeah. It was it was for me genuinely like. I think I might have used this word already, but it was literally a hobby nirvana. It was just perfect. Well, backing up your hobby nirvana, Chris has just said that I said, who won your game with Tonka? And he said, we agreed the hobby won. Yes! (laughs) 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 Absolute legend. Legend. Yeah, he said he genuinely didn't keep count of victory points. He forgot it in the heat of battle. Sometimes you don't need to play for winners and losers. Sometimes you just need to play for the sake of it. Yeah. I mean, it's nice to have, I suppose, if you were playing a tournament, it's nice for everyone to just play a game, you know? Yeah. The the thing is, though, like, I don't want anyone to get hooked on the fact that it was inverted commas a tournament because it didn't feel like a tournament. But we've said that many, many times. You know, Ian is a 
is a great believer in silent Swiss, I think he calls it. Mm. So have an event. The first round can be grudges. It doesn't matter. But after that, there's no more grudges. And you yeah. are all playing in Swiss pairs. You just don't know it. Yeah, and yeah, you yeah. get your yeah. matchups, game two, three, four, and five. You're matched mm-hmm. up with who you're playing. And, you, you know, don't have to keep a table one because then it does get a bit elitist when you've got... Not elitist, that's the wrong word, but it can get a bit... Oh, I'm down here and oh, he's up there. You yeah, know, so switch yeah. the tables around. It doesn't matter. And then just say, these two are playing these two, these two are playing these two, and it just be soft Swiss all the time. Mm. That yeah. way, you've got a good chance of playing someone who's there for the same reasons and on the same level as you. Mm. Yeah. It's, yeah, it, no, it's just 100%. as likely to fail as just grudging or playing in the yeah. hodgepodge or whatever, but it's something that could be tried, you know? So one one thing that I picked up was I think this is perhaps like a Scandinavian thing in terms of like a mindset and the people listening to me from that part of the world you might just think I'm talking shit but this is what I took away from it with every single game it mm. kind of felt that everybody was buying into like a social contract of making sure that as much as they had a good game they wanted you to have a good game yeah. right okay and I, okay I think it was done like on a higher level than what we do so, like, I think that they genuinely want to make sure you have an enjoyable game. So they want to engage. They want to, it's, it's more than just rolling dice. They want to have that kind of fuller experience. They want to have a bit of, you know, back and forth. They want to have a bit of a chat. They want to get to know you sort of thing. But they also want to have an awesome game of heresy. And that, that for me, is what I want out of an event. I want yeah. to have. And we get a copy of that social contract for Will. <laughs> you bitch and john now as well you know john's oh, in the uh, i know john needs to be given an opportunity to prove that he's a changed man will's yeah. been crushing making people cry for four years now but the thing is will's kind of like a, a an, an advert for masochism because he never calls anyone out these chuds just come up to him and be like will let's play a game oh no will tabled me so... well will you table me <laughs> daddy would you uh, yeah. table me <laughs> um, yeah that was pretty good actually even that sounds pretty good in my head um you're embarrassing yourself tom yeah yeah 34th time of doing it um <laughs> yeah you're start. Not, start. so what so when you've um when you finished your social contract and saying things like the hobby one at the end of the event i assume there were some extremely tasty little morsel prizes up for grabs there was, and that is a really good uh, link in to something I wanted to talk about. So thank you very much for that, Tom. You're welcome. We're, well, we didn't even talk about this, did we? We, we didn't. Just, we you... didn't. We didn't. No. So there was. You're right. There was. There was several awards, and um, some of them came with prizes. So, for example, the we've already talked about it. You had like the best warlord, that was done by Casper the Conqueror, legend. Oh, so overall winner of the tournament. Yeah, who who scored the most VPs? And I think I say I think he scored ninety six or ninety seven out of a hundred, which is which is some going. Pretty fucking um, impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you had best painted, which okay. was come was come as no surprise, but uh, Dawn's Arrow won that, yeah, and it yeah. was. I mean, th- th- that's that's something. I mean, obviously his army in the UK would win near enough yes. everything. Yes. Um, yeah. It, I, I had especially yeah. because it would be nice to see it in person. But I think, you know, we've discussed before that people have the Medwell or the, the Ollie effect where it's like, yeah, we've seen this a lot now. Let's let someone else win. But they still manage to win. 
because they're still actually just technically the best. Yeah. You know, and I think that if you put Dawn's Arrow into that mix, he's going to trump some people. You know, they are Mate, wonderful. Having held a yeah. singular model in my hand of his, yeah, of course, <laughs> yeah. delicious. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's beauty to behold both the army and himself. <laughs> what a stud. Yeah, no, honestly, he he it, the the amount of effort and the time the the the, the guys the Danish invasion as I I've decided to call them, you know they they do take poke fun at him a bit because he literally is always painting like literally fourteen hours a day, <laughs> you know, he he but he 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 also is his he he is his biggest motivator. It's like he says, I can't paint in halves. I've got to paint to the best I can on everything I paint, um, which is. You know, that's some motivation in my mind. Yeah, I can't. I mean, um, I genuinely can't do that. No, no, I can't either. No. Um, but there was so there was best painted. So I got one. Chris picked that up. The yeah. there was a best sporting event, which I mentioned was Marcus Ravengard player. Yeah. Um, so there was a there was like a this was probably the most coveted award, and it was like the champion of Malmo. So this is kind of like what our best sporting is, where. Like it's not necessarily always just your favourite game votes, but it's your victory points and the amount of votes you got for your army, okay. um, and uh, that went to Colonel, so Company Bitter, Bitter Iron. So he he awesome. picked that one up. So that's Boy. quite a that's quite a quite a lofty achievement. Yeah, that's probably one of the best ones to win, right? That is the best one. That's the one that everyone, you know, that's probably the one that everybody really. And what wants. was the prize for that? Uh, I think the price for that, I think he could either take like a, a voucher, which was he, that he could spend in Sweden. He lives in Norway. Uh, or um, I think he picked up a carry case, I think, for that one. Right. Um, That's a really decent prize, actually. I've never thought prize of that as a prize, break. but you could do like a KR case as a prize and stuff, couldn't you? It's a really good idea. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah there was like, um, you could get like a voucher for... Um, for different hobby stores. I can't remember the one I recognised one of them, but they were mainly like from that part of the world. Um, there'd be no point in saying, here's a 50 quid voucher for a shop in the UK. Yeah. <laughs> um, here's your 40 quid postage. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah that's really it. Wait time, yeah. Um, and the last, there was two more actually. There was Best Remembrancer, which was quite a cool little prize. Um, if you, you know, if you, everybody had the, everyone had to bring a remembrancer, so everybody got to vote for their favourite remembrancer. And um, the wooden spoon, so this was cool. Who got who? The the guy that got the wooden spoon, he didn't get a wooden spoon. Mm. He got a free ticket to the next event. Oh, oh no, that oh. is awesome. That's hot. So take note. Girls, yeah, yeah. That that was a, that was a nice touch. That was a nice touch. Um, do, you know, do you know the name? I don't. I don't know who. I. It was. It, it was someone who I didn't actually get a chance to speak to. Um, but yeah, uh, it was very well received. I think you know the guys as a group was like that's a really fitting prize for for, for coming last. Um, yeah, it's a nice redemption, touch. redemption yeah. opportunity. You know, yeah, it really makes you feel like if you you know you haven't had a shit event because we want you to come back. You know, yeah, so, yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah, really, really clever, really good idea. Nice touch, definitely. Um, so yeah, it was like looking back, um, because I obviously I, I bolted on two days in Copenhagen, obviously, two days full on hobby with some absolute legends. Um, 
you know, I met some like people I've not met before who I've, who I've followed online. So, for example, there's a guy called Chris who's uh, Void Assault. He's got an amazing yeah. Ultramarines army. Yeah. Um, caught up with another guy um, who I hadn't seen for about four years, I think it was. Legio Cybernetica. So I had we met at Warhammer World. He was over here filming and um, for the 30k channel way back when, oh, and wow. uh, we'd arranged a big day. The next day we'd arranged a big day up in um, Warhammer World. So he came up. He was hungover as fuck. It was hilarious. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was good to you know meet, see some well, see some old faces, meet some new faces. So yeah, it was, it was just, it was just honestly, I I cannot say this enough. Everybody needs to go to. Malmo next year, they'll have an amazing experience. Well, well hopefully we can. Twisted uh, my arm. <laughs> Didn't take much, did it? But I'm in. Still, <laughs> I'm def. I'm definitely in. I really think it'll yeah. be. Um, yeah. Uh, the, one of the highlights of next year. Honestly, yeah, hundred percent. I, th- I don't know so when. Far? I don't know when tickets are going on sale, but um, yeah, I'll uh, I'll disseminate well, when, the dates uh, when someone knows the tickets are on mm. sale. If they could let us know. And then mm-hmm. we will promptly make sure that we have tickets. And then tell everyone. And then tell everyone else. <laughs> yeah. This That's is what we done. The, the only around. way. Yeah. yeah. So that was a really good and well prepared. Um, say, that's possibly our most organised guest Definitely, ever. Definitely. By far. Yeah, I don't know how I feel um, about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I won't be invited back again. Yeah. <laughs> Um, for for the for the Malmo event, um, which you know when you said you were going to, we were all like instantly jealous that that you were going, and we really wanted to um, to get you on to talk about it because it's it's good to just not shout out the same greetings events over and over again, the same you know this that and the other events over and over again. So it's good to um, to get someone who's gone to an event we've never been to before, but also especially an international scene. And as we've got so many. You know, well, there's such a good scene over there, and we know that mm. you know at least at least some of them listen to us. So it'll be um, it'll be a good uh, good thing for them to hear as well. That that they, the honestly they so good. they Oscar put on a I've said this already. He put on a, a fantastic show, a bloody good show, and you know literally everything from like the event bags, the goodie bag. We got loads of goodies. Um, you know the the prizes were spot on they were kind of all inclusive it wasn't just a case of you're the best general you're the best painted everyone else fuck off you know it was a it was much more thought out the venue was fantastic the venue's so easy to get to i forgot to say that they offer there's a fucking ice cream machine next to the teas and coffees during the day so you can have an ice cream Um, is that included in the price it's free ice cream oh god that's the thing a massive ice cream like I fucking love ice cream. Jesus, I'm lactose intolerant, but can't get enough. So this is a recipe <laughs> for disaster. Bring it on! Unleash the phosphex. Jesus Christ, yeah. Um, you know it, 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 and and I know we've not talked about the cost. Do, do you want to talk about the cost? Yeah, let's do the cost. Yeah, do the cost. Yeah, do the cost. Right, okay. Um, so the event ticket's about fifty, sixty quid, depending on the exchange rate. Which you know that's Fairly fine. standard these days. Not Fairly a problem. Standard. Yep. So the flight. Now there is a bit of a backstory to this, but I'll keep it brief. If I'd have booked the flight when I booked my ticket, mm-hmm. it would have been fifty pound return. Oh my god! And that that, is that, that cheaper that... than a train ticket to yeah. Rob's event this weekend. Yeah. 
that that you would also have to pay for your luggage so it would be about it, it they, they're buggers so it would be about 100 quid with your bag okay ah, so okay. hidden cost but yeah. you're going as a group as well depending on what's in the bag you can potentially split that couldn't you exactly because if, you, if you've got your models and your hand luggage and your pants in the in the bat yeah. in the main luggage you can split that up can't you? you you can take a massive bag to in in the hold if you can put a massive bag in the hold but it's your, it's your hand luggage that you the free carry-on that you're you're um that's a real cheeky one isn't it? you yeah. need to really work it out yeah so there is a hidden cost top tip you know be careful with the baggage so um so it's 160 quid then you've got your two your friday and the saturday night mm. so that was 80 pound a night but as we've said you know you i think you can split that with up to three people right yeah, so yeah. that's a significant cost saving right there yeah, yeah. If you want to get um, them on your own you can or split yeah entirely up exactly to yeah i mean to be fair 80 pound for a hotel in the uk is with breakfast is nothing to be sniffed at that's pretty much standard really for a decent hotel yeah. it is these days yeah. isn't it yeah yeah um so that takes it to like what 320 um and then uh, obviously depending on how you do your room arrangements um travel insurance you've got to be responsible you need to have travel insurance it's like of course of course yes. 10 15 quid um and then lunch tokens were i think it was about eight pound for each day but again you know you, you're going to eat in you so 80? that's just kind of a or eight 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 pounds <laughs> christ could you imagine 80 quid for some fucking lunch <laughs> i mean yes i can <laughs> yeah um and i think that was i think that's it so for th- like 300 350 all in if you book ahead you can you can make a, a weekend of it. I mean, it's not, it sounds, it sounds a lot, but it isn't far removed from what a greetings weekend costs. No. You know, because no, if a greetings event for me, if I, you know, is the ticket, is the petrol, is the hotel, which has got pretty, you know, that's gone up a bit in price recently, you know, in the last year or so. So plus the food, you know, Dawn's Kitchen is not the cheapest thing for what you get. And it does rack up. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's it's one of those things. If you if you packed it in terms of you were clever about your airline tickets and your luggage and you stay and you sh- and you were happy to share with up to, you know, one or two people, mm. it'd be significantly cheaper. Yeah. Significantly cheaper. Almost as much or as little as you want to spend on it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, I mean, if we're talking next year, if, you know, if 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 Laura doesn't want to go, then I probably wouldn't be able to make it so soon after the wedding. But if me and Laura did go, we'd be sharing the room between the two of us. So for the room for two, it becomes one hundred and sixty quid or whatever. You know, so yeah. that's fine. You know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also feel like as well, if you're going all that way, and you're going to put the effort into it, you kind of want to make it into like a little holly bobs, don't you? So. Yeah. Well, not just not just that. I'm spending it here and there is, I think, in the grand scheme of things. Right. I mean, getting away slightly from costings, but, you know, we've been talking about potentially doing, you know, a new project for Malmo. Yeah, yeah. You know, so yeah, each, each yeah, of us, yeah, each yeah, of us yeah, doing yeah. something new, uh, challenging small maybe. small that fits in some carry-on luggage. Yeah, some, yeah, exactly that. Something small that fits in carry-on, but also something challenging, something fun, something we've not done before, you know. So there's been a few ideas 
you know trickling around so whether whether they come of anything you know with most hobby you know butterfly sort of plans normally they don't but it's fun yeah. to plan anyway um it's but plan. that you yeah. know that that could be you know a thing you know yeah getting that ready is a nice goal is a nice hobby challenge to to be able to use that you know that new force or new allied detachment or whatever it is there do you know what you could call it do you know what you could call it Hashtag Malmo23. No, you can call it the road to Malmo. There we go. You can no, tell it's a social media no, training. No can't rest you? till Malmo. <laughs> no rest till Malmo. Yeah, no too rest right. till Malmo. <laughs> so um, Malmo aside, which is going to be quite difficult because um, I'm all Malmo hyped up now. But, <laughs> but Malmo aside, we are, what, three of us now. Are going to the scouring of Actia. I can't believe that Tonga's coming as well. I know. Are you ready? Are we ready to move on a little bit to scouring of Actia, mate? I've talked about Costins. I mentioned the free ice cream. Let's do it. You've done what you've done. Well, I mean, we're an hour and a half in, so let's <laughs> let's let's talk a little bit about scouring of Actia, um, and then we'll wrap up for the evening. So, first of all, Tonga, what are you bringing? You bringing the white scars again? Oh, 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 oh. oh sick oh, burn, bro. Twice. You know, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to start white scars just to live up to everyone's expectation. Are you gonna make them grey? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll paint them red or something. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm bringing my word bearers again. Um, it's a slight tweak on. Are oh, you not bringing Malmo. three contemptors and twenty nemesis bolters? I'm you bringing are. twenty nemesis bolters. I'm telling you that right now. Son of a bitch. <laughs> oh no. Um, no, I've basically same list to, as what I mentioned, um, but I'm going to take um, some speeders, I think, instead, um, and a few other bits and bobs, just to just have a bit more on the table. Because I'm so reliant on that turn two deep strike. If I don't get it, I'm in trouble. Um, so yeah, I've just got a few more units on the table. But I've talked way too much this episode, and you know I don't want to. I've loved it. Hog yeah. the ho- hog the nice. uh, floor. It's been nice it's delicious. To you. Yeah. Just uh, you just need to do. You need to, you need to just always come on. You need to do a record a segment that we can just put on at the beginning, so we can hear like Jonathan Keeble, and then we hear Tonka talk about the free ice cream machine, so that everyone yeah. just gets to hear about Tonka's vo- Tonka's voice. Um, <laughs> bored, I'm in. Us, you know. I'm in. I'm in. Um, um. So I've been looking at my list for scouring of Actia now that. Um, Mr. Rob Medwell has allowed us to take Solar Auxilia. Yes. Which I'm very hype about. So I can get those uh, the 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 deck tan and green boys out and give them a, their first run around in 2.0. Very excited to do that. No practice games whatsoever. So whoever I play first, I apologize because you are gonna be uh, <laughs> <laughs> you are gonna be dealing with me looking in a book most of the time. But I've tried to brush up. Yeah, I've I've tried to, you know, read up as best I can, but you know, you always get Trump. Harry will be like, did you know this? And I'll be like, no, I've missed it in the six times I've reread the book. I've still managed to miss that. Um, so I'm still hoping to bring, I'm hoping for about 800 to 1,000 points worth of Solar Orcs. Sort of depends on a few upgrades and whether these Lehman Russ arrive in time that I can get to match them with the bits I've printed. And a Vindicare Assassin, which I painted Ooh. up this week. And um, Amazing. Yeah, looking forward to bringing that. I'm looking forward to everyone telling me that he's on a Sisters of Silence statue and me just ignoring him. And then, <laughs> um, then two my two K of um, Iron Hands. Oh, 
That's going to be a strong list. That'll be a strong list. No, it'll be dog shit. But... It won't be because no. Tom's controlling it. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh. Giles, you, uh, Tom, what are you talking about? You're going to smash it, mate. It's the fucking Iron Temp. They're rolling out. Yeah. Giles is mean no. to me. Um... Now, Will's Iron Temp are very different to Tom's. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Savage. It is Savage. true. It is true. But, oh, but Will that... gets no, no mercy, whereas I get like double pity so people are like oh they look really nice though and i'm like yes cool thanks the brackets too <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um so that's my, that's my list that i'm bringing um you know what hopefully Tom? yeah go on. go on go on when you said i'm gonna bring when you said i'm bringing a solar auxilia mm. and you said i'm bringing 800 to a thousand mm. i genuinely thought you were going to finish that sentence with dudes <laughs> yeah you can yeah, that's right. yeah it seems to be a really popular way to play at the moment in that well say popular way to play popular way to list build is that ultramar cohort mm. um bringing just endless dudes um, yeah i mean i think after actia once the dust is settled and i'm hoping that we give the benefit of the doubt that a pdf might be out by then like a legacy one we yes. will go through the imperium book a little bit more in, in an event you know week when we haven't got an event to talk about and yeah, can, yeah. Can go through the goods and the bads, and we'll have some battlefield data, all of us, to sort of uh, to speak about. Yes, um, but that that's my list at the moment. It, it, I mean, I used to have three k of solar orcs, but with no stormlord and no uh, carnadons or termites, it does mm. sort of limit me. But I have got things that you know people might not be taking things like the, you know demo bots. I've got um, some rapiers and stuff, so. We'll see. Mm. We'll see what happens. I, I've still got to um, sit down with it and actually make the list. But that's the idea at the moment. Um, Will, what are you bringing? You told us last week, right? You said last week what you were bringing? Yeah, sure. Did you? I definitely didn't because I still haven't decided. Oh. Uh... <laughs> that's code for doesn't want to reveal the filth yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's code for not sure if I'm bringing the Raven Guard or not. Oh, can you Ooh. imagine that would be a wild card, bitches? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It'd be the most <laughs> Raven Guard thing ever. <laughs> wild card. It would if it would actually be the most Raven Guard thing. Yeah. yeah. No, so like, uh, I've tried three or four times. I've sat down three or four times to write a list. Like, right, here we go. Come on, let's do it. And I've got like five or five or ten minutes in, and I'm like, I don't like this. This is bullshit. Like, oh. look, look, and I've just rage quit out of it. Um, and then like with the assassins coming out. Oh, sorry, Libra Imperialis coming out. I was very much like, oh, you know what? I'd love to take an assassin. That'd be so awesome. And then um, buy one off Forge World, the Infosite. I was like £27.50. <laughs> I don't know if I can justify that quite yet in my head with all the current monetary expenses that keep that keep coming out of, of the household <laughs> for whatever reason. Yeah. Uh, like I'm fully set on like a, like a new speaker. Which do I need? Of course not, but I'm pretty set on it and I'm pretty invested on it. Um, <laughs> so I need to just work happens, that out my head. Happens, and man, it's life, right? Of course, yeah, yeah. We went, so, we went out on Saturday to go and pick up the kid from. Um, we went to go and pick up my boy from his Beavers thing, and I was like, I'm really tired from tip runs. I don't want to spend any money. Hundred yeah. quid. Don't know what on. Done. I can't even remember. <laughs> I don't remember what shops I went in. But yeah, cost of living. Yeah, yeah. So, and then I was like, right, I'm not going to buy an Infosite. I'll buy a uh, buy like a Calidus 
Mm. Then um, the Catalyst has always been my like favourite one, and then it, it's also the best one. Yeah, and then that's exactly it. Like, <laughs> what a coincidence! It is the best one. Yeah, it so is we, the best. Yeah, we then yeah. got we got like the rule book on Saturday, and like I'm reading through them, and I'm like, oh yeah, these are all pretty cool. Oh yeah, yeah, that they're, they're actually absolutely fine. There's there's like nothing wrong with any of them. I got to the Calidus, and I'm like, whoa, sick. <laughs> and I've like got out the like Legion book and read the like Alpha Legion equivalent, and I'm like, did they? Oh, I can't take this. This is off the chain. Like... Honestly, it's so good. It's yeah, so, so good. Hang on, I'm just reading this now, right? I'm on the page. I can't shoot it or charge no. it or react no. to it. No. Till it shoots. But it doesn't have to shoot because it can just slice you up. Correct. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is why me and Will want one. <laughs> initiative if you've got it. And it's got a strength one, a strength three, AP one, rending five plus. Why would it need rending five plus if it's AP five? Uh, well, rending gives you the armor pen, so AP mm. one. Sorry, it's rending five so, plus AP one. So the rending, if you charge like like a squadron of Scorpius is or whatever, uh, yeah. suddenly suddenly gets you over the edge that you can oh, actually hurt it. Otherwise, you just physically can. On the wound roll of a six, the target model automatically suffers a wound with no armor save <laughs> in runs. Damage mitigation rolls allowed. Nothing. No <laughs> models that do not have a toughness characteristic. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I'm taking a Vindicare that shoots a bit better than a fucking Marine. Correct. Yeah, yeah. So the problem with it is that is that you physically can't like interact. There's only one way in the game to interact with it. Charge it. Um, because yeah, you can't charge it. Oh, if it charges you, you can attack back. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So you could be, you you could be quite clever about your charges, and you could like charge one end of a recon team, yeah, so that they so that they can't pile in as much. Do you know what I mean? But then you can always just challenge it out, so it can only ever kill one thing in a challenge, but you can fight in. But the only other way to engage with it is to ram it with a tank. <laughs> and even that feels a bit like That's so awesome. Yeah, ram so like... matter. <laughs> Ram battle. I I kind of like the thought of like a battle hardened space marine like driving this like this like Rhino APC with like with like all the boys in the back and they're all like playing on their playing Super Mario on their like cane boys that's like in like in their in their visual feed. They're all passing around like mm. a hooch, having a few sips before the battle, and uh, he just he just drives over this like Keller just. <laughs> And like someone like spills the hooch, and they're like, "Oi, geese, we done! Like, c- careful, mate!" Like, I've actually just like crushed this like puny assassin. <laughs> this like, tiny little. It's like it's like <laughs> crawl in that world eater. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, the number just went. Yeah, up the by kill one. count has gone up. But yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so I was gonna bring a, a Calidus, and then I read the rules and was like, "I'm not bringing the Calidus." Like. <laughs> I don't want to be the first one to play with. Can that you imagine the hate you'd get? Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. So <laughs> I'm going to wait a few weeks until I uh, play with that. You wait till greetings. Yeah, <laughs> you wait two weeks. Powerful. Wait two weeks. Yeah. Take it to greetings. Yeah, yeah. So besides that, yeah, I've tried writing through points. I think the thing that really has annoyed, not annoyed me, but it's really taken a lot of my enjoyment out of writing a list for it is the fact that, and Pete's has done the same actually, which is really quite interesting, is that not so restricted in 
a very unique way in that you can't form talons with them. Um, I'm completely up for restricting how many dreadnoughts you can take. I think that's brilliant. I think of it, but I just think how they're restricting it actually in how I want to play and build at the moment really affects mm. my ability to take what I want in a four sword slot because so you can't have so... your cake and eat it too because if you want two dreadnoughts it means you take up two force organization slots yeah. but yeah well yeah because <laughs> I, I want to run Thalax and I want to run an apothecary and I want to run a tech marine but because they take up slots I yeah. physically can't whereas if it was just you can have four dreadnoughts Bam! Do you know what I mean? Yeah, or yeah, you can have yeah. X amount of dreadnoughts. Then they can, then three can form a talon. Perfect, easy. Do you know what I mean? But because it's, mm. they don't take up talent. Sorry, they can't form talons. It suddenly it's really affected how I wanted to build this list going forward. Because yeah. now I pretty much, pretty much can't take either. I can't take dreadnoughts altogether, or I can't take the units that I've been working on and like finishing recently. So. I'm probably just gonna do it on Friday with Holly. With, with Holly, oh my God, Harry and Ollie, with oh Harry and Ollie. That's yeah. a new stage name. <laughs> That's their double double trouble team name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'll probably just wing it on Friday. After I hope they crush me with their dual militia solar force. Oh, yeah, yeah, that'll yeah. be a sight to behold. That will. Oh, yeah, lovely. Yeah, the yeah, new, the new Aurorans plus the whatever Ollie's guys are called. Siegebreaker cohort, I think oh, they are. Aren't God, they? Yeah, so fucking hot. Ain't all world eater bitches. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. So yeah, we will see. I'm sure something will happen because well, I have to play. I don't really have a choice. So uh, I've got, <laughs> got, I've got to play. Yeah, I've got to bring something. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We'll see what happens. I'm, I'm actually the thing I'm most looking forward to about this event is the fact that there's n it like everyone I've heard that's going is just a good dude. You know, it looks like it's a really good group, mm. but yeah. there's no challenges. Rob's kind of got it all in hand. Interesting. Um, and I don't know whether that is because he's doing like a Swiss or because he's actually like made all the matchups in his head already. You never know with Rob because he's kind of like a little evil genius. Yeah, so, he might have. He, he might not, have. Got... He's not little. He's not little. He's a huge <laughs> genius man. Yeah. Geralt. He might. He might have our names all across his like kitchen fridge, and he's like gone right. I want to see him play him. Hundred percent. So like, I want. I don't like him, so I'm going to get him to play Will. So Will crushes him. Well, I know he'll have done things like if he's if he's planned it, he'll do things like who's got a lot of tanks, right? Tom can fight that person, so he feels a bit better about himself. You know, things like that and they'll be like who's bought the worst shit right will and john can play these mooks you know so but it could be just swiss for all i know you know yeah it, there's just no there's just no challenges which mm. um when you go to an event where it's all people you know having no challenges is kind of a blessing and a curse so you know it forces you to just get on with it and i'm looking forward to it yeah. lock it up and make some friends boys yeah 100 percent. yeah Right, is there any, uh, any anything we want to... Because um, normally we've got a Heresy Thursday to talk about, but it's fucking Tuesday. So, oh my God, it is Tuesday, isn't it? Anything... Oh my God, I've got work tomorrow. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah. <laughs> anything no. anyone wants oh. to t talk about or go through before we go? Any last words, Tonka, before we sign off for the evening? I mean, I, I, I could I could eke it out a little bit longer. It's, it's not like an exclusive or anything. Oh, but... Ooh, okay. It's not, it's not, 
but I could, no, it's not, no, it's, it's, no, it's, it's not, not an exclusive. exclusive it's not but. No, no, no. Uh, I went to a little uh, heresy event on Saturday uh, mm. over in Bristol. And it a was Brizzle arranged way. in Brizzle. And it was arranged by the, there's these two gents called Aaron and Chris. I don't know Chris's Instagram handle, but um, Aaron's is the Night Flaunter. Okay. And okay. I don't know if you've I don't know if you've you've come across him um, or them, but they've they're, they're called Danger Close events, I think they are. And because uh, obviously the time of year, the event was called the Phosphex Powder Plot. Ah, uh, yes, I did see. And, uh, uh, I thought that was the Phosphex Parties event. I'll be honest. I thought I just sort of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like easily, yeah, easily to get them too confused. Um, but yeah, so I went down to to Yate on uh, it was just outside Bristol on Saturday, um, and it was it was quite nice going to an event where I didn't well another event where I didn't really know anybody. Um, I knew Aaron, the organizer, uh, Chris Gibson, the mighty yeah. Gibbo. He was mm, there. The man, Loud man. Yeah. yeah. Um, went down with my buddy Mike Birkinshaw. He's he's trying to get back into the scene with his Empress children. Uh, so yeah, it was um, it was probably about 20, 25 players, I think it was. Um, 2,500 points. But the, the takeaway for me, it was a £20 event and they put on a fantastic player pack. Um, there was three bespoke missions and it was just, they were incredibly well written. They were loads of fun. And it was it was just they were like a little bit mad as well. Like they're, they're, mm. the pair of them are a little bit crazy. And <laughs> just the missions were a bit bonkers. So as an example, one of the missions, you had five objectives along the center of the table, all spaced out. Oh, jeez! And you put a dice at one end. So turn one is on the first counter. Turn two, the dice moves to the second counter. Turn three, it moved to the third counter. And obviously it did that for the five turns and it stayed there for the sixth. So it was kind of like, you were like, okay, well, how the fuck do I do this? Because I need to get the objectives, but the objective moves at the end of every game turn. So you're like, do I put all of my models down, score models at the end to go for like a last dash? Or do I try and win and get the, you know, go strike early and, and get the points early? Um, it was just a very, very like interesting way of 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 playing with like loads of secondaries. It was it was a really good event. It was a good little event. I'd thoroughly recommend it. Oh, we'd have to we'll have to um, see if these. Oh, I don't know if any of them are listening, but we'll have to try and get the event pack and um, and go through it a little bit because I love seeing you know custom narrative. Well, not maybe they don't even have to be narrative, but custom scenarios and situations with just funky custom little mechanics in there. Yeah, definitely agree and. I like seeing what people can do with it because it sit, you know, ostensibly everyone's got the same thing. You've got objectives, terrain, mm. and dice. Yeah. So it's always fun to see what people can do with it. That it was, um, yeah, keep people but, engaged. You know, very, very unique. And the narrative was actually very, you know, heavily satire because the whole idea, obviously, the Phosphex powder plot. The plan was to blow up Space Parliament. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, you know, juicy! And did and did oh, you I... manage to blow up Space Parliament in the end? Uh, the traitors did manage to, <gasps> to blow up Space God. Parliament. If only that was the real story. All these traitors at events doing well this edition. It's doing my Sweden. Right. <laughs> well, you're not doing a good enough job. I know. That's it. 
It's all up to me now. It's all, yeah, it's all on your shoulders. All on your shoulders, mate. Yeah. So, no. so was that a one day or two day? So they on the Saturday, right? You won't believe this. The Saturday it was heresy. Right. On the Sunday it was Battlefleet Gothic. Oh my Christ! And did you play in the Battlefleet Gothic? No, I just did the day. I I I was I did a, a Bilbo Baggins. I did a there and back again. Um, ah so I, yes. So it was a six six hours of driving on. Uh, Oh, you know, on 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 the Saturday, you know, could have got three to Malmo. Three games, three games. Oh. And you, what, did you play new boyfriends that you made friends with, or any old favourites? So I played uh, three gentlemen who I'd not met before. So uh, the, I follow um, my first opponent was a chap called Matt. Uh, he's Gorecrow. Yeah, oh, yeah, Gorecrow's awesome. Yeah, yeah, friend with his iron hands. hands. Yeah, yeah. He, he's, he was hands. really really helpful and friendly when I was starting my own hands. Loads of, ah, loads of uh, information and yeah, cross ideas and stuff. Yeah, he's a good bloke. It, honestly, he was a fantastic. But I'm I'm really glad I got to play him because I follow him and um, he's got a lovely army and he was a good dude. And I basically was able to talk to him about Malmo for the entire game, which was hilarious. Um, second game, I played a chap called uh, Tom. He had a uh, loyalist. World Eaters and Death Guard. Okay. Which, what? you know, is, is a unique, you know, I've not seen that before, but you know, it Sounds was what weird. it was. Sounds weird. Yeah. But no, we had a, we had a fact, he hadn't played many, much heresy, um, but he was a, he was a good dude. I'm just trying to find his uh, Instagram handle because it's unfair for me not to mention him. Uh, we are returned. We dot R dot returned. Okay. Um, and then game three, I played another chap called David. Uh, he was a really good, fun uh, player. He was really um, had a good sense of humour. Desk to deployment with his ultramarines. Um, I put a video up of his army earlier today. Should you wish to, uh, um... actually, this is it, earlier in the earlier in the episode. I said Iron Hands are really really popular. Mm. I put um, on Instagram. I put Matt Gorecrow's um army up video up on sunday and it had something like it's got 2000 likes and 29000 views which is insane for like two two or three days of three days of being posted really That's popular insane yeah just says it all about iron hands mate top boys it does, it does yeah um but yeah and then yeah play david with his ultramarines in in game 3 so again I had three amazing, um, amazing games, and I actually won best sporting somehow, which was a, an honour, an absolute honour. How did you manage that with fucking twenty nemesis bolters? <laughs> well, meme assist bolters. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there was, uh, th- so Aaron was going round all the lists, working, tallying up what lists were popular, and he like posted it on, um, he posted it on the group, and. Um, uh, Max, um, oh, I can't remember his last name. ML Miniatures. Yeah. Uh, Max Lodge. He yeah. he dropped me. A, uh, he he'd seen the post. He messaged me this morning, and he's like, "There were six cheese wins at the event." And he's like, "You'd had two of them." Oh, <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh. Um, and then there was. I think there was. How many nemesis? There was ten recon squads. And I had two units, so I had twenty percent of all recon squads and thirty-three percent of all weed cheese wins. Jesus, 
not doing myself any favours, am I? No, no, I hope I don't get drawn against you next weekend. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Good. Well, I mean, amazing you've managed to get another event in since, you know, getting back from I'm Malmo and stuff. But, um, I'm yeah, on it. You're on it. Yeah, so you, you and Will are like two prolific event attendees. You know, I know there's others out there as well that stealth go to loads of events like uh, Andy mm. Kirk and stuff, but it's... Uh, it's good to see you getting out and about and especially meeting new people. Well, not, maybe not new to the hobby, but new to you people, you know, cause you're probably one of the most followed heresy Instagram accounts. So it's good to see when, when you're interacting with new people, new people shows. Us I love lots it. Of I absolutely legs love in it. Hobby, you know? Yeah. I, I consider myself very privileged. I'm very lucky to be able, and I'm, I'm sure you're the same. Will being able to go to so many events. Um, of course. Yeah. Yeah. But I just, I love it. I absolutely love, I love getting games in. I love meeting different, uh, you know, because you boys touching it last episode, like you know the the we you don't know what you're going to get at the moment. There's no, you know, at the end of one point, there isn't really a meta. No, there isn't. No, you know, it, there, there's a few units that get you know spammed, and they're all in Tonkas lists. But um, <laughs> you know, there isn't there isn't really. There's a few things which are underloved, and that's a shame already. Um, you know, I'd like to see people just take them because they like them or lists or models or characters or whatever. But we will cool. eventually when people have run through, when people have calmed down. Good and they yeah. Well, not, yeah. Maybe not even calm down. Maybe just got it out of their system. You know? Yeah. 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 Of course. Um, yeah. That's fair. That's see, fair. You know, a lot of everything else. So um, yeah. Yeah. I'm excited to see what people take next week. Um, it's going to mm. be a very good display weekend. I think. Yeah. Visually. Um, this, week. Definitely. this week. Yeah. This week. Yeah. This yeah, week, yeah. 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 In a few days. Yeah. yeah. Four yeah, days. Buzzing. Only just realised that it's this week. I'll tell you oh, what, boys. I'll tell you what we've got to do. This is a pod exclusive. We've got to find a calf for for Saturday morning. <laughs> yeah, I'm on that. I'm on that. Yeah, I'll, um, yeah. I'll, I'll, find, I'll find the postcode of the event, Will, and we'll find somewhere just called like Sharon's or something like that. Yeah. And we'll bun into Stevie's. Yeah yeah. yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Bacon and Boons, spelt with a Z or something like that. <laughs> right, on you that note, gents, yeah. I am, uh, I'm going to fall asleep. It's tough bed. So, it's tough bed. <laughs> it's the first thing Giles has said in 20 minutes. Full on it's thought he was bed. asleep. <laughs> it's tough bed. Giles, have you just pulled at me and fallen asleep? Obviously not. No, I've been listening to your bullshit calf bollocks. I don't care. It's oh, bedtime. He's, he's gone. He's, he's, in, he's gone. <laughs> my head's gone kids my head's gone oh, you're not even coming Giles so you're not invited so uh, suck your mum uh, what a horrible turn of phrase <laughs> Giles knows his onions right <laughs> time, oh. time for bed gang thanks for joining us Tonka oh. thank, yeah, thank you so much love to soon. thank you for love having to me. one and all. <laughs>